There are three non-negotiables every business owner needs to get ahead, traffic, leads, and sales. But with so much noise in the online marketing industry, it's hard to know what works and what doesn't. That's what Unfiltered is all about, giving real entrepreneurs the real truth about making a huge impact with their businesses, fluff free. I'm your host, Lena Elkins, and I hope you love the episode. Hello, my friends. It's girl, Lena Elkins here, and welcome back to yet another fabulous Unfiltered podcast episode. Although this week, this episode is going to be a teeny bit more fabulous than it usually is because we have the one and only Hannah Hermanson. So as you guys, I'm sure many of you guys know, Hannah is very close uh, to the Infinitude Coaching family. She is a team member of ours. She works with us on our mastermind. Uh, We've just been really close for so long, and I am so excited to have her. So Hannah, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it is my pleasure to bring just a teeny bit of more amazingness to this show today. This will be good. Yeah, teeny bit. It might be a lot of it. Like (laughs) time will tell. We'll find out. But guys, if you don't know who Hannah is, she is a certified coach and international speaker and author. And she is the founder of Dream Life is Real Life. She has helped hundreds of coaches build, scale, and enjoy their online businesses, essentially making their dream life their real life. And Hannah has been able to do that herself in her own life. It's been so awesome, uh, you know, watching her journey over the years um, and just, you know, seeing everything that you've done. So Hannah, thank you again so much for being here. And I think a good place to, to just start off here is by recognizing that, you know, you're, you're such an awesome business coach. Like you said, you've coached hundreds of amazing people, but I know that recently we've had a lot of conversations about how copywriting has sort of become your new go-to, you know, marketing obsession. You've had a lot of realizations about why copywriting is so important. So tell me more about that. Like, where did that come from for you and what does it matter so much? Yeah. Yeah. I think most people listening to this can probably appreciate the like entrepreneurial brain. That's like, cool. I figured out something. Now I want to figure out something else. Right. So I found myself in the like three year point of doing business coaching, really helping people from the ground up. So I spent several years working with like babypreneurs, if you will, like folks that were still working full time and really trying to figure out like, what is this life on your own terms thing about? How can I leverage my knowledge in a way? Like, do I build a course? Do I become a coach? And helping them navigate like the just basics of setting up a business was really great for a while. And then naturally, as I started working with these people and they got up and running past the six-figure mark, they started building teams. We were talking about very different things than like, how do you structure your online course or how much should you charge for your coaching? And so it was a really natural evolution for me to niche down a bit. And I, I would imagine folks, even like you, Lena, have and others listening to this have found that, that you, you get kind of cozy in one place and then you start to identify more of the real problems that people have. So I came to realize that marketing and messaging and actually getting the mission out to the masses was that next challenge I wanted to take on. Because these people had great programs, they could transform lives, but nobody knew about it. (laughs) And so this is really where copywriting and marketing and messaging has entered the arena for me. Yeah, that's that's great. And obviously, I completely agree. I am a total copy and content marketing nerd. It's, you know, also been like a a huge thing for us for so many years, because you're absolutely right. This is the one skill that it doesn't matter how 
incredible your programs are, it doesn't matter how talented of a coach or a service provider you are. If nobody knows that you exist, if you don't know how to communicate your message, your business isn't going to make it very far. Um, and so developing this skill is a game changer for any business at any level. But I'm curious, you know, I think a lot of people are very intimidated by the word copywriting. Like they think it's just yeah. something really fancy or something that they have to go to school and learn or something that they're born with. Um, but what, what do you think about that? Yeah. Or they think that I'm like a lawyer that does like copyrights. Like, yes, let's mm. trademark that for you. Um, Interesting. So I love this question uh, because it is true that people commit their entire careers to copywriting. They study journalism or mass media and they just copyright all of the time. The truth is, though, as entrepreneurs, we have to diversify our skill sets. So a lot of times I'm talking to coaches whose whole life purpose is to teach people well-being through yoga and green juice. You know, everyone's got their little thing, mm -hmm. right? And they, that's their zone of genius and they get so into it and they get really, really good at making green juice. But then again, they forget that in order to have a successful business doing that, you have to know the business side. So I totally hear this, right? The frustration of like, I'm here to change the world, not to market. But again, you've got to figure out both. And the great thing is, I believe copywriting is a learned art. A learned art, not a, an art that you're just born with and you're either good at it or not. In fact, in fifth grade, I was told I was a terrible writer because I write like I talk, which now happens to be a great hmm. thing for me. Um, but it wasn't something they were teaching me in school, the way we copy right now. Um, you can learn structures, you can learn formulas, but you have to be able to play on top of that learned structure. And that's why I think it's a learned art. Okay, you can have some formats, you can get the canvas, but to really paint your picture on it, you gotta be creative, right? You gotta kind of think outside of those just structural boxes. Um, so I think it's, there's components in both. You can learn the basics, but to really make inspiring and unique copy, you've gotta paint your own color on top of it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm curious, what do you think are some of those pieces? If somebody is brand new to copy or it's something that they've just been avoiding and procrastinating for a long time, because it is scary and they know that it's a skill they have to develop, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard, it's intimidating. What do you think are some of the key things that they should keep in mind? You know, like here are three basic points or three basic principles or just three main things that you should be thinking about as you get started on this copy journey. Totally. Absolutely. So there are some just really foundational exercises that I run through with everyone that, you know, listeners can do today. And they break it down into these three C's. So the first C that you've got to understand for yourself before you can even think about how you're going to write or what you're going to write. Uh, the first thing is clarity, right? So who are you and who are you talking to? So you've got to put a stake in the ground, right? If you're someone who one day says they love bacon and the next day says that they're vegan and you're trying to do this green juice thing, like it's going to be hard to be clear to your audience, like what you're about, who you are. So having a sense of your specific offer. So knowing, you know, I help X do Y. That's what I'm going to talk about. Then also having some qualities, some traits that you want your people to know about, right? So maybe you do love bacon and that's a quirk about you. Like, cool. Like know the things that you want to be able to share, have clarity on your offer, who you are, and also who you're talking to. So my business is dream life is real life. So I have all of my clients write out a dream life 
versus real life list. And this is through market research where we figure out what are the exact things that your ideal clients are thinking about their dream life? What are their visions? What are their goals? What do they hope? What do they talk about at happy hour with their girlfriends that they want to do in the next six months? And then also you got to know their real life. What are the things that keep them up at night? What are the pains that they're sharing with their partner? What are the frustrations? What's in their journal? Okay, so that's the first C. It's a lot, but getting clear on who you are, what your offer is, and then the dream life and the real life of your clients, this should already be inspiring some things that you can talk about, right? So clarity is the first piece to, to nail. The second piece is connection. So what are the things that are going to make your ideal clients connect with you? Maybe it's bacon. Maybe it's that you have this proven formula. What are things that your ideal clients can connect with personal and professional list that out, know what those things are. And then the final C is credibility. So what makes you the go-to expert? How, do you have certifications? Are you more credible because you're younger than them? So you know technology better. Are you credible because you've worked with hundreds of people? Are you credible because you're friends with Lena Elkins, right? What associations do you have with mentors or other people in the industry? And just going through this exercise of listing out your clarity, your connections, and your credibilities gives you a plethora of content, right? Starting pieces. Because how often do we sit down and we're like, I don't know what to say because you're not clear. You don't know how to connect. You don't know how to be credible. So just brain dump on those things. So you at least have a starting point for the formulas, if you will. I love that, Hannah. And I also love how simple it is, right? I, I think copywriting is something that people really tend to overcomplicate and just so unnecessary. You know, like we always say, you know, starting a business and selling is the same as making a friend, right? Be kind, be real, bring value. Those three things, that's yes, it. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing in your copy, right? Like imagine that you are writing a love letter to your target market, that you understand where they come from. You understand yeah. their pain points, you know, and you understand where they're trying to get and you want to help them come totally. from a place of, of that, of just like being an awesome friend and stop overcomplicating it. And I love the friend idea. That's great. And even just taking these three C's, like you could basically think about, okay, I need to... Like, what's something that I can be clear about, right? Like, I help X do Y. And I understand you because make a connection from this list you just listed. And then finally, and I can help you because, or here's what I, here's a credibility piece, right? So you don't have to overthink it. And I definitely appreciate some of these structures, some of these starting points as a type A, want to do the right thing <laughs> kind of rule follower when it comes to these kinds of things. Um, but again, you can combine the structure of like, how do you become a great friend here, here, be nice, add value you connect whatever um, but then also you can be your own type of friend and you're going to attract your own type of bffs it, it's not a one size fits all and i think that friend metaphor continues into that conversation absolutely and it's also a marathon not a race you know like people think that this is a skill that they have to develop overnight or like in the next 30 days i'm going to become a master seven figure copywriter you know it, it's practice. It's going out there and practicing. And like you said, it's the structure and the structure is so important, but it's also not being afraid to mess up, you know, and, and make right. mistakes here and test copy that, you know, trust me, like we have tested copy, like let's say sent out to our email list where we know that did not land well based on the slew of responses that we got from people, you know, saying that, you know, and, and that's okay though. That's really good feedback for us. Right. 100%. So, 
So I'm curious. So I, I'm a big believer, obviously, in like, yeah, putting yourself out there and practice and, and test different audiences' responses. But what are some of the other main mistakes that you see people making when yeah. they are trying to create content? Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to answer that. And first I want to say loud and clear to everyone listening, who's looking to market, who knows this is important. Marketing is about figuring out what works and keep doing it. Repeat yourself. Okay. So this is mistake. Number one, people are trying to be clever and sexy and new, but that doesn't connect with anyone. Right? So let's think about Coca-Cola, one of the most successful brands in the world. They have used Santa Claus drinking a glass bottle of Coke for a hundred years and it works every year. So they just keep doing it, right? Like, you know, um, Super Bowl ads always work for Doritos. So they keep doing it. And as entrepreneurs and especially like creatives, right? Coaches and consultants, we think we have to be making up these new, beautiful, sexy things when you want to be better, not different. So in marketing, just be a little bit better than your competitors. Don't try to be wildly different. Um, And of course, we're all going to be unique and different in our own ways, but it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's about what Lena just said, like testing things, tracking things, figure out what works, and then repeat what works. Don't just, you know, sit and meditate and let your spiritual stream of consciousness flow, like, because that seems like a good idea today. Like, let's take a step back and remember that this is a marketing strategy. For sure. And I I think what you're also can do, and we're so fortunate, and I know you and I, Hannah, have spoken about this a lot, just like how fortunate we are to live in now 2020, a time where, I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of reasons that we are not so fortunate to be in 2020. Yeah, I was like, let's try 2021, 2019. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, think about if you were a business owner 100 years ago, and you wanted to know what your competitors were doing, like, on the other side of the county, you're, like, getting on your horse and buggy and taking a three-day trip to drive out there and see what the hell's going on. Today, if you wanna see what's going on with coffee and how other brands are representing themselves and doing it well and successfully, all of that information, all of those brilliant examples are at your fingertips with you know the access to, to your phones, to your laptops, just unlimited internet. It becomes so easy to understand what works and what doesn't. Get people still somehow believe that like harder means better, harder means more successful. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you don't even make your life harder, especially when it comes to coffee. I mean, what's going to make, like exactly what you said, Hannah, what's going to make you unique is your unique experiences, your unique personality, your unique sense of humor and values. That's what's going to make your coffee unique. But in terms Absolutely. of the structure, why reinvent the wheel? You know? Right. Right. Yeah. So this is something I recommend on this first point of just like trying to be crazy new all the time um, is to have a swipe file. So you know folks in your space who are a little bit ahead of you or a little bit different than you who you like or you might take an action with and save that stuff. So whether you see a Facebook ad that actually makes you stop and read it, like pull that somewhere Um, because at least you just have a bank for those days that where you are maybe making a blank of how did, okay, how did she talk about this? Or, Hey, how did her ad work? Now I'm not saying to copy and paste. I do see that. And it's very cringeworthy. I'm saying though, to like pull the pieces, like you as a consumer, what pulled you into that post? Was it the formatting? Was it the words? And then replicate the things that pulled you in. Or another way to think about this is look on the other side of the screen. If you were reading what you just posted, what would you think? Would you respond? 
Would you scroll? Would you stop? So give yourself that gut check and just kind of noticing the things that suck you in is an important hat to put on as a copywriter. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of, you know, thinking about ads that really pop out, I mean, we all know that our Facebook feeds, Instagram feeds are saturated today in ads. There's a lot of competition and it takes a lot for somebody to actually pause and read an ad. I mean, out of every ad that I see today on social media, I might stop and actually read one out of every like 10 or 15, you know, it's, it's pretty rare. And so I'm curious if you have any tips or advice, what are some like punchy headline tips or how can you make an ad or a piece of content in somebody's newsfeed really, really pop and stand out from the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So there's a few thoughts I have on this. And the first piece is simple is strong, right? So the kiss method, keep it simple, sister, silly, or whatever you want to make that last S. And again, when people are, people overthink this, it, it shows, right? When you have too complex of messaging or trying to say too many things at once. So some of the most successful ads we're seeing, especially now with the saturation with 2020 are to the point, like one-liners or even just live videos or, you know, selfie videos. That's just like, Hey, thinking about starting an online business, I'm running a free summit click. Right. And we're finding that these long form ads, at least in the spaces that I work are maybe getting more qualified leads, but getting way less traction, which is kind of hard to watch an ads manager when you don't have numbers. So I recommend just keeping it simple. Video is obviously great for ads. Um, and also test, right? So Lena and your husband, Eliab, you guys are really great at setting up like split tests and testing out campaigns. But here's the real secret about ads. And this moves into number two when we talk about the mistakes people make. So I'm going to transition if that's cool. <laughs> it relates to this. I totally uh, forgot, Hannah. Okay. <laughs> I really didn't get that. Go ahead. This is, this is the structure with the art on top. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, so the second piece is that they think they can just put out something and have herds of people flock to them. So like one post is going to get you a bunch of clients. Okay. But the fortune is in the follow-up. And so ads today that work the best are the ones that get engagement, get someone to comment, whether they like tacos or pizza better, get someone to like it, get, get them to take some action because this is a micro agreement. This is psychology. Every time someone does something you tell them to, double tap, drop an emoji, share this. It's a micro agreement that they say yes to doing what you told them to do. So then what you can do is keep your funnel moving forward. So for all the people who engage, move them into, you know, an email sequence, like Lena, you're so good at funnels. Something I'm really diving into with copywriting is more like organic outreach. So how you can then chat one-on-one -on -one with that person to keep them moving forward. Because how, how many of you, I would just love to know how many, when's the last time you saw one post on Facebook and you went and bought the thing? right? Like it takes many steps. It takes many micro agreements to keep someone moving forward. So don't think of one post as like your, you know, secret tool to convert. Think of it as a way to start warming people up, asking them to take action so that you can continue your funnel or your sales process with them. Just to put a pretty bow on all of this, you already mentioned this, Lena, but I do want to remind people that it's a marathon. Even looking at a month's worth of content isn't enough. You've got to test things for 60, 90 days. Actually look at data. Don't just figure out like, oh, this one was fun to post or, oh, all my high school friends liked this one. Really set aside time every month, every quarter to look at what's working so that you can replicate it moving forward.
Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's all about testing. And if you guys also want to dive more into, you know, the world of copy and content marketing and how do you do this? How do you make it sustainable and scalable over a long period of time? So like Hannah said, you can actively track, you know, uh, what's working, what's not. Something that Hannah has said to me before, and I so appreciate this, it's data, not drama, right? So when you don't have the data, right, and you don't understand what's working, what's not working, you act from a place of emotion and you do things randomly. But when you actually understand the numbers and how to track and how to get better, your results are going to change drastically. And that is something that we do talk about a lot in Profit Principles Mastermind, uh, which is our month-to-month membership coaching program. Hannah is one of our fearless leaders in there. As is Eliav, who she mentioned, uh, who teaches a lot about Facebook ads, Facebook ad strategy. So you guys are uh, totally welcome to join. I can definitely include the link for that in the show notes. But with that, Hannah, as we wrap things up here, people are probably feeling a bit more confident you know like okay this whole copy thing i can do this what's the next thing like that they can go do today because what I, we never want to do is for people to get off these episodes and be like okay well that was nice and inspiring and then not do anything what's one thing that people can do today to get started because as we all know getting from two to 50 it's not the hard part getting from zero to one is the hard part so what's that zero to one that people can do today Yeah, absolutely. Literally write out the three C's I talked to you about. You know, what what are you clear on? Your offer statement, who you talk to, and who you're about, what you stand for. Clarity, number one. Number two, connections. What are the things that you guys have in common that you can connect on? And then number three, credibility. What are the things that set you apart, that make you the expert, the go-to person? Because I promise you, it sounds elementary. You want to do it in your head. Don't do it in your head. Write it down or type it out because then you just have nuggets. You can just pull every single day from an idea and having that as your canvas, right? Like having that or maybe more of the art supplies will make ideas flow, right? If you trust the process, if you just get into action and then of course apply some of the systems that either Lena or myself can teach you, but even just having those three C's and literal lists will start to take you to a level of content that comes from a marketing perspective and not just like, I got to post something. So here's my dog again. Does that make sense? For sure. Brilliant. And Hannah, if people want to continue the conversation, what and, the, and they need help with copy, right? Either they need help how to learn, they need somebody to do it for them. They just, they just need more direction. What are the next steps and how can people get in touch with you to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I love this question because there are lots of ways that you can do this, right? So I help people with like done for you, just you can take the template and go all the way up to like me writing for you. So because of this show, I put together a little gift at dreamlifeisreallife.com slash show dreamlifeisreallife.com slash show. You can get connected with me. There's a free training on there that takes us to the next level. And you can, you know, see my Instagram and other things that, um, it's just kind of your one-stop shop to get connected with me there. Perfect. Sounds good. You guys definitely go ahead and check that out. Hannah, thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. You're the queen. Thank you. 